We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Gets it, spins away, baseline shot, Shea puts it in, and walks it off in OKC. Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he glides with the finger roll. Twenty twenty three Thunder season. I am your host, Jacob Niffin. I've got J.D. Silva here with me. Hello. We've also got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. J.D. Doing and my I, best. Hey, <laughs> J.D. and I live at Chalk yes. in OKC. We're up at Chisholm Creek, where we just had an awesome, awesome watch party for game two of the play-in series, where the Thunder unfortunately fall to the minnesota timberwolves 95 to 120 before we dive into the show guys few things number one shout out to chalk this place this is my first time up here actually it's awesome uh tvs everywhere the crowd was incredible the chicken tenders i ate were smacking silva what did you eat i had a beer and i (laughs) I think Silva muted his mic or something. Silva, did you mute your mic? No, Silva got the same mic I got at Thunder HQ that just stops. <laughs> uh oh, we'll, sh- we'll share a mic, Silva. Mic. Hey, that's that's teamwork right there. Tell them what you ate. Hey, everybody. Uh, I had a beer. I had uh, <laughs> we got that part. I had fried pickles and jalapenos, and I had some boneless wings that were oh all my, delicious. A boy. Sounds great. Dude, that watch party looked lit. The videos you guys were sending, it looked like a good time. It was awesome. This place was wild. Uh, The Thunder Girls came out, took a bunch of photos. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet, but I tweeted out a set of JD saying, fellas, it was (laughs) ladies, which was really funny. Um, We gave away a signed Shay photo and a signed Josh Giddy photo. Uh, Those are up on the Twitter page as well. Just an awesome, awesome night. Minus the outcome of the game. Not what we wanted. There's some silver linings. Um, 
there's also going talking about colors. There's going to be a black eye uh, from one Shea Gilgis Alexander. Justin the literal Nick just, black eye of the NBA. The literal and hey, termite man tweeted again today. So shout out to him for uh, unbelievable doubling down just, on the bit. <laughs> hey, when you troll, you troll. You gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. Hey, yeah. it, it, for him, it's like you with Rudy Gobert. Rudy tried to kill my boy. If he does Bro. that against Nikola Jokic in the first round, Serbia will sign an official declaration of war against France. <laughs> It'll be bad. Uh, Nick, Justin, uh, just first big takeaways from this game. Um, the youngest team in the NBA did not come out and play how they should have. That's not surprising. Um, I mean, we, we saw it down the stretch like this team as good of experience as these two games were in the plan i would argue the final two weeks of this season were equally as good experience like like games of consequence or you have to win to make it um and we saw against teams like charlotte and detroit and like teams they should have beat they just didn't they came out flat and the timberwolves like let's be honest the Thunder wanted to win this game, but who needed the game more? Minnesota. That's fair. They're probably yep. going to get beat in four or five in Denver, but like making the playoffs for them is like checking a box. Had they not made the playoffs, that is like just traded Rudy Go- for Rudy Gobert and all these picks. Like that's bad news, Bears. Um, like they, they needed this win. Like big picture, congrats to the Minnesota Timberwolves fans. You needed this one. And the, and the Wolves came out and they played a little bit more desperately than the Thunder did. Yeah, I think it's it's tough, man. The The Thunder it really never clicked tonight. They looked off all night long. I think we, we touched on it a little bit after the, the NOLA game in that this is a really tough ask. Like the play-in tournament, it, kudos to how they designed it because for, for the 10 seed, it is a it is a steep uphill climb to have to go into two straight road must win games. Somebody said it on, on Twitter and it's not quite the same, but like it's kind of like two road game sevens in a row. Again, not not apples to apples. It's elimination. So it's in. Mean, yeah, it's a good point. It's elimination. The pressure's there. The environment was hostile in Minnesota, uh, much more hostile than Nola. It seemed this team was coming off a very emotional win. Yep. And I think that this is one of those where in a playoff scenario, you see an emotional game seven win. That team usually looks flat in game one of the next series, right? This is what that was. The only problem is there's no game two. Yeah. And it's tough, uh, especially for the youngest team in the NBA. But you saw it in individual performances with guys like Josh Giddy, uh, definitely not not delivering the same level of stat line that he did in NOLA not the same performance. There's a, there was a huge hangover from that game, but you also, you also saw it collectively. I thought the thunder in general looked like they were a little more stagnant on offense, more ISO ball. There's a lot of guys that they were talking about it on the broadcast a little bit that, that Dagnall in a, a interview at halftime said something along the lines of like, guys were trying to do it all by themselves. And that's kind of, it's kind of how it looked. You know, that matched the eye test. There was a lot of hero ball trying to be played, but nobody nobody was able to do it. 
Is this mic working now? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, look at that. Nope. Now it's not. not. (laughs) So close. The hero ball thing, I think, um, added up a little bit. There was a lot of guys that tried to play ISO a lot tonight. Um, Shea had a really inefficient night. Like when I look at Shay, Josh, and Lou, um, I'm trying to do quick maths in my head. That's never good. 13 of uh, like 45. Yeah. It might be 13 of 45, 13 of 46. Just a very inefficient night. They combined for like, oh, what is this? 45 points, 46 yeah. points. When the other night they combined for what, like 80, 85 yeah. And so yep. when those guys struggled, you knew it was just going to be a rough night. Uh, shout out to J-Dub. Yeah. Five of 10, 17 points, yep. uh, four rebounds, five assists. Holistically, and- holistically, you think about the two playing games combined. Like, Dub was not a huge factor in game one of the play-in. Game two, he was. Giddy, mm-hmm. huge factor in game one. I was yep. about to game two. So like, you, you take these two games of consequence, and I think the the – what would you consider the core? Like each of those guys had a big play in, which is significant. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, as dysfunctional as the Timberwolves were this season, which was very dysfunctional, they, a lot of injuries very. and stuff. <laughs> if you would have said in October, Oklahoma City is going to be playing an elimination game in Minnesota against Mike Conley, big time veteran, Anthony Edwards, superstar, Rudy Gobert, we talk a lot of crap, multi time defensive player of the year, Carl Towns, one of the best bigs in the league, and say, hey, you got to beat them in April to make the playoffs. Let's be real. It's tough. It's tough. I was generally obviously the season is over now and we can we we all still want to be positive about things that happened one big 
positive and a, just a personal highlight for Thunder fans that they can take moving forward. Similar to that moment where Russ got his head dented, we saw SGA just get clobbered by Rudy Gobert Dude. after a putback. SGA goes out of the game, heads to the locker room. We think, oh, he's going to be out for the game. He got hit really, really hard. Had his eye cut, essentially. He comes yeah. back with a black eye and an eye that is seemingly swelling up as the game goes on. Um, just awesome to see that from the leader of the team, if I'm being honest. That, that, that was a really, really cool moment for fans to experience. A bunch of clapping in here when that happened, when he walked back in. Um, walked, in walked in with a big smile on his face, like, He's just a gamer. Uh, I'm, th- despite the loss, I loved loved seeing that from SGA. The team fights. Yeah, they they that's cool. that's all center season culture. long. One hundred percent culture. And it just it felt like they continued to fight back in this game, and there was just this threshold at like the the ten point mark that they just couldn't break. You know, I I felt like the moment to me where I was like, I don't know if they're gonna get this was the Ant Edwards layup, the the poorly executed inbound pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ant steals it and then hits the yep. three. And when that happened, yep. I just thought, oh, yeah. that's it. That you was know? those those moments we saw down the stretch of like those just brief lapses in concentration from a super young team. Like the airmailed inbounds pass from Giddy in, I think it was the Lakers game. Uh, it, there was just a few of those moments down the stretch, and that that was another one, just a quick error on a really important moment in the game that felt like it might have been the nail in the coffin a little bit. And that comes with the territory. They're going to have to learn from this experience. I think they're going to. All of those experiences add up, and and they're good for the team moving forward in the moment. Tough. But that's part of learning. Here's, Here's my silver lining. And I've told multiple people came up to us tonight, uh, pod listeners, people who enjoy the show, uh, just to chat, hang out. It was actually really cool. Um, awesome. One of them, we, we, the guy that maybe it's just because he won the Shea signed photo that he felt the need <laughs> to come talk to me for a while. I don't know. <laughs> but we were chatting and I was like, man, at the end of the day, they won a playing game that was like a nail biter down the stretch, had to execute yep. uh, in the clutch. And then they lost the second one that taste is going to stick in their mouth this summer. That's going to be like the motivational, like bulletin board. This ain't going to happen again next year. So I'm going to go into the off season. I'm going to work my ass off to make sure this doesn't happen again. But you also got that experience and that clutch time performance. That's good building block. Nope. You, you now, I don't have Tankathon pulled up 2% chance at 1B. Yeah. 1.8. I think good luck. 1.8. <laughs> Hey, luck's all you need. So you're man. telling me I, there's I think, a chance. I think Wimby aside, like something I've been thinking about talking about on the pod on Twitter over the last couple of weeks is like, as we're talking right now, like this is the pod in which this team pivots from the fun, upcoming, monopoly money, uh, no expectations team. Like this is the last time we talk about them like this because from here on out, this team externally, like internally, the Thunder are going to have their own mindset on how they view the season. But externally, this is the last time we're talking about the Thunder in which they're not expected to make the playoffs. When 100%. Chet comes back, I don't care who they draft. Going into the next season, all the national pods, all the national shows, local podcasts, it's going to be the Thunder 
need to make the playoffs. Like they are that kind of team now. And so these kind of experiences are huge. We're all going to be the trendy national media, like six seed preseason pick. Like everyone's going to be like, well, even if if that's way too high of expectations, Mm -hmm. that's what it's going to be. So it's no longer, it's no longer um, the fun youngest team in the league. Like when, if, and when this team struggles early next season, people are going to be pissed. And like, what are the thunder doing? Why aren't they getting it together? Like the expectations are going to drastically change this summer. Which, you know, we we've enjoyed the last we've enjoyed the last three years to varying degrees. Let me say that this year especially was personally this year, like, especially like the <laughs> funnest season I've yeah. been able to experience as a fan. This is one of my favorite Thunder seasons, like since we've been covering the team. This is like, yep. just the vibes were immaculate. Yeah, you know, I was a young lad when in 2010, 2011, when they were uh, playing against the Lakers. And Stop reminding me way, of that, Silva. <laughs> trying to make their way in the league. So that, uh, being able to see the growth of this team, the development of all the players, the maturity of all the players, even something as small as J-Dub really struggling in the Pelicans game and bouncing back here and figuring some things out, the grit from Josh Giddy in that first game, nope. still being aggressive late in this game. You just see it game to game, month to month, all season long, and I am so curious how how next season will play out. Like Nick was saying, how what their motivations will be. We don't know. We know Chet's going to be added to the roster. We don't know who they're going to draft. We don't know what the starting lineup is going to be. I was thinking just driving here today, who's who's going to start? Are we going to see a Jay Will and Chet play together? Now we're going to get into those conversations. Now, what is next year going to look like? We're going to start start the fantasy train. Yep. As much as I don't want to be like the, you know, perpetual thunder colored glasses, like sunshine pumper, like I think what Nick's hitting on, though, is like a dose of perspective in in this moment is healthy. And you just said it too, Silva. We all thought Chet was here this season, right? Rewind pre Chet energy uh, injury. Wow. Pre <laughs> big Chet energy um, pre Chet injury. I tell you, Thunder go 40 and 42 win the first playing game, lose the second to the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. You're probably like, yeah, that sounds right. Like that's a good season with Vegas odds would have been plus 10. I mean, this team in January was plus no February plus 800 to make the play in. Right. Exactly. So you, you tell us last summer before Chet gets injured that this happens and you're like, I'll take it. That's great progression. Now do it without Chet. And get excited for next year because that that just takes it to a completely different stratosphere. I I think it's like you're talking expectations, Nick, and I think the external national expectations and like Thunder fan expectations are going to be vastly different. Like I don't think it's absurd to think about this team like fighting for home court advantage. Yeah. Next year. I mean, did you hear the ESPN broadcast? I first of all, I yeah. I was gonna ping you guys in the slack we need to rip this for our new intro but i don't know who said on the broadcast but that the closing words as the game ended was like this team should be looking at championships for the next decade love it that's that's what's people like not next season probably like that that's a that's a steep task but like the national narrative surrounding this team is like okay we've seen you guys ascend You've got mm-hmm. Chet coming. You've got a boatload of cap space. You've got a boatload of picks. Like the 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 pressure 
in two years from now is going to be like, if, if you guys aren't contending for a championship, I don't care if, if at that point dubs 24 and Shay's 26 and Josh is 22, like in 2025, the national narrative is going to be, you guys are to the point where you should be contending for a championship. Totally. Great totally. problem to have. Like, like the Houston Rockets are over here saying like our pick is, is going to go to the thunder next year. If we, if we're outside the top five, we got to contend now, like don't control our own destiny. Like, it's Those a great problem to have. It's a great <laughs> problem to have, but this team, I'm telling you, this is the, this is like seriously, this is the last podcast in which there's no pressure at all for this team. I'm excited to see how they respond to that. It's going to be a blast. JD and I got to wrap up here at Chalk OKC. Shout out to Chalk. Sounds like you're getting the closing music. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> this is the get the hell out of our restaurant music. No, it's it's been incredible here. We've had a blast. Um, shout out to all the Thunder fans who came out tonight. So we gave away a ton of swag. Uh, the Thunder girls came through, gave away a ton of stuff. So we had a great, great time. Good I stuff. see people in the chat bringing up things like draft prospects and whatnot. Please know we are going absolutely nowhere. You are stuck with us. We've got like season review stuff to do. We've got draft lottery night stuff to do. We've got a ton of draft coverage, like pre-draft coverage to do. And then our annual draft stream. And then we're going to be out in Vegas for summer league. And then we're going to talk about summer league stuff. And then we're going to get to August. And I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but we're going to be watching uh, Instagram clips of Chet shooting a basketball. And that's all we'll really need to keep us over. <laughs> Preseason will be here before we know it. It's going to be a blast. Make sure to join us Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time, as we will have the whole gang together to talk end-of-season Thunder basketball, our big thoughts, season review. Hey, we may even pull up that old Bets podcast. See who owes hey. some people some stuff. All I Love know it. is Nick is going to have an upset tummy by the time we are done with this. <laughs> Not as bad as Kamir. <laughs> they will both have upset tummies. I would stay away from any toilet within a five-mile radius. Again, the Thunder dropped this one, 95 to 120, and a nasty Shea Gilgis-Alexander black eye. We'll be back with you guys Sunday night. Hey, it's all gravy, man. We're moving on. This was a season that was a ton of fun to watch, to cover. And now we start to look forward. So, Thunder fans, hold your head up high. This was a team that drastically overachieved and proved they belong. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you Sunday at 9 p.m. Until then, as always, thunder up.